Hi lovely listeners, welcome back to 10 Things I Hate About, an Outlander podcast. We're delighted to be back after a few weeks break and can see that we've got some new listeners joining us, so welcome. This week's episode looks at season 6 from Echoes to Hour of the Wolf and I've played around with the structure this week with my tech savviness. I'm sure it'll blow your mind, so hope you enjoy it. We all have our favourite shows, but there's always something that comes along that means you like it a little less. The technical term is the scrappy-do effect. Two friends create a safe space to talk about their favourite show, Outlander, all the things they love about it and some of the things they hate. Although we all love Outlander, there are things we hate. Admit it, there's always something. So we've created a safe space, a space for all Outlander lovers to share their dark secrets, but mainly it's a space to share ours. Every week we'll discuss episodes, their themes, feminism, what we love, and every week we'll talk about something we hate. Roger. Yep, we hate him. (laughs) But let's be clear, we don't hate Rick Rankin. We have a clear grasp on reality. So join us, gentle viewer. Join Sharon and Ruth, two England-based Outlander fans, as they discuss love, hate, and time travel. Yeah, let's go with this one. We can start here. Yeah. Start. We're on to episode 14. Good evening, Sharon. Good evening. Good evening, didn't listeners. That, didn't have that much to get through this time. Only four episodes. They shortened the season. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it takes so long to film. It's, they, I mean, I think the last season that they were filming was something like over a year. Yeah, it takes so ages. I know that. I know it was like a really long series, but still, like she's only yeah. got nine months to be to get yeah. to before it's like ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense that they lengthened the episodes and shortened the season, uh, like yeah. slightly. They only they only lengthened slightly. Yeah. Although, although I I did I did sort of reflect when I was watching these four. I wonder if you know. I wonder what's not made the cut, as it were, to try and. Um, enable them to have a shorter season and I'm sure book readers will know and things like that but I think yeah it was just making me reflect especially on things like the you know the introduction of new characters and how kind of rapidly we have to get used to them and the sort of intricacies of their so so yeah so it's a much shorter season some longer episodes season five no Um, not at all so it was it was quite a relief and I think and I quite liked and I sort of reflected on that a little bit because I think this episode one opens we have the flashback the context flashback mm. and then it 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 opens with kind of a bit of a pastoral scene of the of Fraser's Ridge and everybody going about their different roles and chores and 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 then and then you've got but I, but I quite liked that that you know you know you were starting with a, you know, we're we're doing okay, even though we know that they're not doing okay. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, no, it was um, it was a really interesting, a different kind of start into the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. but actually, before we go into the the first four episodes, we just wanted to mention one of our listeners who another listener. 
Julie from Seattle. It was so lovely to hear from you, who was on episode uh, 12 and really enjoyed our discussion of the sexual dynamics between Claire and Jamie in the TV show versus the books, um, which was uh, which we've which we've delved into quite a lot, especially in the last episode. I think we covered a lot there. And we are always happy to hear from anyone who's made who we've made re-examine Roger and not cut him any slack uh, for being intolerable. So that was it's, really lovely to hear. We're on a mission to convert everybody <laughs> into Roger Hairs. Yes, for sure. And Julie made a really good point as well about the fashion and that we might be being a tad unrealistic considering they have to dye their own clothes. So it was it was nice to get someone else's perspective on that. Yeah. And the fact that they're they are in the back country and it's difficult to get things like lace and things like that. So um we really, really enjoyed hearing from you, Julie, and we really hope you enjoyed our uh, episode thirteen, which was an extra long episode given what was involved with it. So uh yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed that despite our sound issues, which we're hoping we've overcome yeah. this week. <laughs> we just can't figure out why that happened. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I have definitely slept easier this week after the stress of the last one, and uh, <laughs> given given that we, I was able to talk it through, and Ruth has finally given me some peace with my feelings about it. I was like, the, I literally spent the whole next day just like soaking all of Ruth's wisdom into my <laughs> into my brain, and by going yes. Yes, she's finally given me. And th- this is something Ruth does a lot. Is like, I like get really stressed or get. And she, Ruth's like, Sharon, look, just see it like this. And I'm like, oh my god, this is, this is why I love you so much. And and yeah, I felt so much like calmer and at ease with like, yes, this is the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> so, so finally, could... <laughs> all that therapist training has paid off. <laughs> so I could finally go into this season going. Okay, now I feel much more at ease and much calmer at 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 Jamie's behavior and and saw him in a, in another more amazing light so than pleased. I usually do, if that's even possible. <laughs> I don't know if it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the 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 opening, yeah, I thought was 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 really good. Like you say, like that real quick introduction to a new villain and yeah kind of unexpected so quickly yeah I yeah I liked that I liked that kind of persona but the situation forces him to you know that did come about as the genesis of the creation of the Church of England um you know that's much more well known with how that you know obviously played out horrendously and tragically in Northern Ireland Mm -hmm. but less less I, th- I always feel like there's less awareness of that tension and how that played out in Scotland. Yeah, um, I had no idea. And and so I think, you know, introducing Christy as, as that kind of, um, you know, revealing that and that, and that, you know, certain Scots were with, were with the, the British slash English in that battle. Um, but then I still don't really understand how they've ended up in prison. That's the bit that I was yeah. a bit confused about. <laughs> what, is, is it just, I don't know, it's I don't just because they're Scottish. It's a, it's I don't like, think, I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, that was the bit that confused me. But yeah. I, I did like the intro. What I liked and it made me think about was like Tom Christie's rigidity mm. and, and like for like how he, how he sort of forces his view on other people and they, you know, they have to follow him or agree with him, but often that just makes things worse and causes more trouble and how Jamie, you know, I, I always think a good leader is like somebody who bends and flexes to the needs of those who are looking to them. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing that Jamie does. You know, he's, he's, his selflessness, whereas mm-hmm. Christy is the opposite. Christy wants, wants power and control. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jamie is selfless, you know, like getting, taking the lashes for them, for the older man who's you know obviously got dementia yeah um I just think yeah it just it, it it's a it's a narrative trick that they do quite often like putting Jamie in comparison mm-hmm. with someone else but it works well it yeah. does work well yeah um the Protestant Catholic thing was a was a was a big thing I had no idea and that also that like even after that even when they're in America that it's just kind of something that Tom Christie holds on to just so strongly and yeah. you're just a bit like, okay. But the, I mean, there's so much to say about him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good one. It's a good opening. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely present, present day Fraser's Ridge, as it were. With Claire and, dealing with the aftermath of yeah. and her trauma and, 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 and Jamie, like not really leaving her side. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I think they're yeah they're they're kind of starting us off in that in that place where Jamie had been without her for so long, and it was a good like like I say it was a good reminder. And then we come back to the present, and you're like, nothing's changed. You know, nothing's changed in all the time that they've been back together. Mm. There, no, those feelings haven't but grown deeper and stronger. And you're kind of reminded of those two places in the space of like ten minutes or something. Which is, yeah, which was quite quite nice is it's it's interesting I you know re-watching this series and like reflecting on how much they um the writers work to show the evolution of their relationship and that kind of you know the passion is still there but that mm-hmm. kind of deep love and understanding of one another I think really really gets built up more in the latter series and I think that is the thing that really is lovely and really stands out in this yeah how they know how much they know each other and how you know deeply they care for each other and um you know work as a team yeah it's 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 so you're so right it's so much I think it's because it is really powerful uh a powerful representation of a relationship and it's really, you know, obviously it's very difficult to replicate that in real life. Um, but I think it's, it is really beautifully done in the program mm. and, and never, and never kind of schmaltzy and never trite. And, you know, it, it doesn't feel forced or kind of a bit, a bit naff or anything like that. Mm. It, it, it feels, meaningful and it feels important and and I would say that 
that that plays out in how they both respectively have relationships with other people, how they have the relationships with their children, how they have their relationships with, you know, like in like in young Ian's case, their nephew, just really kind of deep and important relationships. And I think that's really done well. And and I think the thing that always strikes me about this program is the powerful, how much it shows the power of empathy and mm-hmm. how important that is, whether that is young Ian understanding the Indigenous um, people of America and, and their experiences and their mm-hmm. values and beliefs, or whether it's Claire understanding Malva, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's it's really important. I just think, you know, I think empathy is a completely neglected and also an, 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 a, a feeling and emotion that's that some people don't yeah. get. There is some yeah. research apparently that is like it is a genetic thing. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't that's know how well that's proved, but yeah, that's really interesting. I could go on a whole rant about our current government <laughs> oh, not having God. it. Yeah. So apologies, know. American listeners, but I won't do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I just think yeah, I just think that you know them as kind of well-rounded humans Mm. is really really great about this program yeah and they and they just kind of and like we all and we've said this about Jamie and it's the the same with 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 Claire but I but we see it less so because she seems to you know she has just so much empathy since we Mm. first kind of got not that Jamie doesn't, but, you know, like when we talked about like every time something happens with Jamie, he learns and reflects and develops. Mm-hmm. And we definitely see that. And then as the more we see him as an, as he gets older, you can just see him, that part of his character yeah, grows. Absolutely. And you see this, like leadership and his being a father, being a grandfather, yeah. being this leader of Fraser's Ridge. I don't know what like he's I mean they call him I think it's a colonel or something but like that's only his place within the army but you just see him you know take these really big decisions and yeah use empathy as a tool to yeah. resolve yeah the issue and it's yeah it's really lovely yeah um, it is it is it's great I love it and that that's one of the things that I think I feel that I've enjoyed the most about these later series is that kind of evolution of their characters and their relationship. Mm. it's great yeah it's really good and we do see some kind of mirroring of of a little bit of Claire's trauma and and Jamie's from season you know when he's recovering in season two yeah those like nighttime terrors yeah when you know we see them kind of work together during the day and Jamie like Claire did giving her space and when she yeah. you know, he gave she gave him space and 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 like and then that when she wakes at night he's like well I'll just leave her yeah. breathe and have her yeah. own it's almost like it was almost like a mirrored scene where he yeah. would wake and then he would leave the room and go downstairs and she's the same so we kind of get those introductions to how she's coping yeah. and how he's there with her at every step of the way in this yeah. first episode kind of hits on it quite a lot and and also like you say that I think they're bringing in these new characters really quickly yeah well. absolutely absolutely and there was a scene that really stood out to me and that again I'm not I'm not saying I see myself in Claire but just certain things that she says and does really 
uh, resonate with how I feel about things. And like, I think she's having a conversation with Brie, who's kind of asking how she is. And she's, she's still in that place where she knows she's not all right, but she's mm. telling everybody that she's fine. And she says the same thing to Brie, but it's, it's the one where Brie, I think, I think it's when she's, she's invent, she's doing the ether and creating the ether. And yeah. Brie sort of says, you know, almost like, should you be, you know, should you be being yourself? Because yeah. that, you know, in a way, you know, slightly dangerously, like victim blaming that, you know, you being different led to what happened to you. And I just mm-hmm. like the fact that even though Claire has had this horrible thing happen to her and she has experienced trauma that she's not acknowledging yet, she, the thing that she says to me is you can't live your life afraid of being who you are. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, that, I think in any context that is powerful uh, and you know ironically in the you know saying that in the 18th century is powerful but in the context of what's going on in the 21st century that's powerful as well yeah um yeah. you know so actually you know keeping being yourself and not letting horrible things happen that have happened to you stop you being that thing yeah. um I just thought that was that I, I mean to the point where I re I rewound it and so I could write it down exactly yeah. as what she'd said, um, because it re- you know it really really struck me. Yeah, that's it's so true. And you and we see that like peppered throughout those yeah. those episodes, and it will and it will continue that like after after everything she's been through, she 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 does she not only preaches that, but she she takes that on in every way she speaks to Tom Christie. She doesn't she doesn't like let up. She sticks to her guns. She sticks to her beliefs. Yeah. She never backs down. And they have quite, you know, quite, there's quite an interesting dynamic between them. Um, but she, and she has endless patience with him, but uh, she absolutely will never back down. And even when the the threat of being a witch comes up again, she's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's like, I mean, after, after nearly being burned at the stake already. So whatever about that, f- that trauma from, like 25 years ago she feel, also has like she, <laughs> she's like yeah, yeah i mean and and, and france uh <laughs> la dame blanche so she, so she was a witch there i feel like she should have a chalkboard just <laughs> keep in score how many times she's been called a witch yeah it's just like she she's just like no and you know and it, and it is a real threat yeah and and her and she's, and now she knows that speaking her mind and sticking to her guns is a real threat but she just does not she's puts yeah because and like she always says this is important what we do is important for everyone else it's like exactly you know exactly. i'm and that's it so yeah. yeah i i yeah i love i loved that um that note that you wrote about that it was just like really important start to how she's feeling at the moment that doesn't yeah. ever waver yeah but I think your point about her and Tom you know it, it's like he is introduced as like obviously somebody who Jamie knows already and Jamie knows him you know knows his character already but that like you say he starts to have this kind of recognize that she has skills and knowledge um so I think you know I think there's I think how that's played out is really good. And I think how she does it is really good. Um, 
and this does make me jump forward slightly in that, in the, but I do think she really should have thought through giving him Tom Jones as the book to read. Tom Jones is famously the book that has loads of sex in it. And she's like literally handing it over to the man who is, you know, so pious. He won't um, even, he's like, why don't and you weird and creepy? Head? Yeah, like, exactly. Why, so why, why are you giving to... him Tom Jones? <laughs> like you've got you've got a lot of hair. It's like, okay, <laughs> stop. Yeah. Why aren't you covering right. your head? It's like, all right, no, calm so down, much. mate. I'll cover I'll cover my wrist bone. Don't get <laughs> don't get overexcited. Yeah. And also, yeah, we're introduced to to Fergus and Marcy and what they're going through as well, quite yeah. quickly. Yeah, uh, I think it's because she she's when she does get into the car to go, she's going to see Marcy, isn't she? When Jay when she, when Jamie's like, I'm not leaving your side. So I think she's yeah, I think she yeah, is. She, yeah, she goes to check going on to her, check on her. Yeah, and she sees yeah. a bruise first off, and then we're yes. like, okay, so what's going on here? Yes straight yes. off the bat and yeah I was I wrote I wrote down the notes as well I, I was really I don't know how you felt about about this but I was I was quite frustrated that there was no room in the previous season just to flesh them out a bit more I feel yeah. like we just saw them in the background they had no real storyline for a yeah. whole 12 episodes yeah. And, you know, we had to go see, We had, I mean, how many traumas did Roger have? Like, I mean, we could have cut, cut two of those out. I mean, like, we, could just, have, we could have literally cut out four or five scenes of him playing guitar. Yeah, <laughs> right off the bat. There's like 25 minutes, boom. <laughs> right off the bat. Give that time to Fergus and Marsley. Why? Why The programme would have benefited from that. Yeah. My ears would have benefited out. from that. <laughs> was why he had been so severely affected. But I feel like if we'd had that spread through the previous seasons, and I know it's easy in hindsight and all that, Mm. but I do think those two are really strong actors. Mm. I'd say that they're they're as strong as Katrina Balfe and Sam Hune. So they're strong actors who could handle, you know, they they've been phenomenal in these first four episodes. Mm. So I think, you know, having them in it more so you start to understand them as people so that this season Fergus is like absolutely crumbling. You know, the way the way Marcelie is explaining it, like there was all that stuff with her where she's like, I wish I didn't have my mother's temper mm. when she's when Claire because when Claire is trying to investigate, like, did he did he cause the bruises? And she's yeah. like, no, I attacked him. And he was defending himself. And you're just like, okay, you're like, wh- why didn't you just flip like a little bit? Like it would have been good. Like, yeah. And also like, okay, yeah, we know Leary can get, but it's not like a big, when I think of Leary, I don't think as someone who just constantly loses her temper. She's just like, it's not the first thing that I she's, know. She's, she's, she's a bit like me. She's got, she gets angry. And it's scary when she's angry, but I don't go attacking people with cutlery. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, guess, I mean, I guess every time we see it, but I always just think that that's just, uh, yeah, character, her character. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I just there was just I don't know there was like there was parts to to flesh him out, 
and yeah. her and just them, like I say, just the dynamic of their whole situation. Yeah. They've got four kids. It's fucking hard. And they still are mad about each other. Like yeah. that's 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 a really good that's a really good dynamic to have. Yeah. And I wish we could have show just, us because it's show us more of it. Yeah. Show just show us that. Show us how they're coping with yeah. just that just that alone is hard. And it would have been good to have seen them them cope with that together. And then we go we get into like yeah, exactly the, the, this really hard like what he's he's dealing with in his head, all this the guilt obviously that Jamie's yeah. also suffering from. And and obviously they deal with it in, in different ways. Yeah. There's there's just like there is so much in there. And like you say, like we we see here all about his background, his, you know, his what before he met Claire and Jamie. Mm. It's like a three minute conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, why not just, you know. I, yeah. So I think I think for me, that was a big, a big. It was great to have more of them yeah. in this in this series and I'll go on to um then explain why I will be enraged with the next four episodes um so yeah but but aside from our disappointment with how they've how they've done that I thought I thought it was I thought well I thought both of them were phenomenal Mm -hmm. um you know capturing those that complexity of of you know being angry with each other, being disappointed with each other, being desperately in love, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And then how that plays out in the birth scene. Yeah. Is, you know, is so amazing. Good. It was so good. It was so good by the way he comes in and they're just so natural together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. It was just like, it was just so natural. It was almost like, it felt like, and this is just kind of a portrayal. I'm sure it wasn't like this, but a portrayal of the two actors. But it felt like they went, "Here's, here's where it comes." He walks in, she's struggling to to for her contractions to increase. We want to get to them having her having an orgasm, right? And then it was almost like they gave them the start, the end, and then they went, "You go for it." Yeah. That's how it felt. It just felt like yeah. they were not. They were just following their own natural, yeah. Kind of yeah, it was great. Past to guess, it was just so good. It was really enjoy. Like Fergus interacting with like everyone else in the in the room as well, while he's going, "Milady, do you not know about?" And it's just she's like, "I'm just going to leave you to, <laughs> just yeah. leave you to there." <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a really good scene, and I just think, it, yeah, it's a shame we haven't had more of that mm. in the other series. It's yeah, it's 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 so good, and it's also it's also so painful and crushing, because he you know he pulls himself together to be there for her, mm. and then can't cope with um, when when they realise that their son is um, has dwarfism and mm. is is dis is, or is disabled. Mm-hmm. And he and and then he just crumples. So it's like he's 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 exerted all this energy to be mm-hmm. there for her, and 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 then he just falls apart again. And it, and and I just think it's really crushing. And I kind of, but I kind of like it. I know that's mm-hmm. a weird thing to say because that's what life is like. Yeah, 
you don't get better from just one good pep talk. Yeah, um, for sure. And 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 so I kind of like the fact that you know they 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 show that yeah. in it. Something that I noted in this, and and I think Marcelin and Fergus are kind of a sort of a strong example of this is this season's all about like lies and secrets and I say lies in a very loose way not in a judgmental way but like people not being truthful to themselves people not being truthful to others Mm -hmm. um, people not being truthful about their characters whatever it might be you know like Claire's not telling the truth about coping with her trauma yeah you know Fergus and Marsley aren't telling the truth about all the problems that they're experiencing and even even Tom Christie isn't telling the truth mm. and his children aren't telling the truth mm-hmm. we're just not quite sure what they're not telling the truth about yet yeah exactly yeah that's that's a, that is a really strong theme throughout this for sure and even Jamie acting as the agent yeah is like he's you know initially keeping things from you know that's his job is to kind of to keep things from them and then Obviously, he doesn't. His his allegiance lies with yeah. with, with the Native Americans. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it is, it is a really strong theme, and it's quite it's quite interesting, and 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 the same. You know, Ian's holding back on so much. Yeah, exactly. That come out yeah. for a while. We do. We see briefly see Fergus and and Jamie talk about their 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 guilt and their shame for not being there and for not being there for for Claire and Marcelli. And that was just, I thought that was just a really lovely scene when Claire goes out to Fergus and he yeah. you know, he feels so ashamed and she's trying to ease his guilt. Yeah. Um, but, and that's, that was, we have like those two, it was almost like they are, they are almost like they are Fergus's parents. We yeah. That scene with Claire and then obviously Jamie as well, separately. Yeah. Yeah, I I also I I always think that that scene where Fergus, you know, talks about his distress for his son, his his newly born son Henri Christian, because of his friend who had dwarfism and was murdered, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of I suppose it's that kind of that's the one thing that Claire can't change about the period she's gone to. She can't change those cultural. Mm-hmm. attitudes about you know she can try to help and, and affect the people close by but all of those people who are there have experienced the prejudice and bigotry of that time that for a long time long long time my god um yeah and then and fergus's suicide attempt is yeah that's really upsetting yeah, I think I think him and Jamie in that scene are so lovely, and and just how much he, you know, how how much Jamie loves, you know, loves him, and 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 I just like how you know how he talks to him, and he, you know, showing all the qualities in Fergus that Fergus can't see anymore for himself. You know, like in that moment when you're in that pit of despair, of depression, that, you you know, you don't think you have any value in the world. Mm-hmm. And to have somebody who, you know, truly, truly loves you and you are their son by choice. You know, they've chosen 
you to be their son and to say all those things that he did I just thought that was yeah it's a really moving scene and really yeah and and really really powerful but between both of them yeah yeah it was really nice really nice it was it was just nice to see Fergus in general just interact with with these characters that he had so much to do with yeah earlier in earlier seasons yeah definitely and 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 then I'm just gonna and this is kind of just maybe to slightly lighten the tone um lighten the mood because it is it there you know it's not as it's not as danger danger as the last season but it's kind of heavy is this first half of of season six but a bit where um the little boys have floated Henri Christian down the river in the basket and Roger sees them mm. and then he's trying to save him I won't lie I just kept laughing at how Roger is just like l- flops into the water and um, it's too shallow to swim so he has to kind of just keep falling forward just and that like just made launches, launch, <laughs> launch <himself. laughs> and it's just it's just like it's like it's supposed to be really tense, but it just kept making me laugh. <laughs> it's just like oh, he's just done another belly flop. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's just so like, that was something that really made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, it was just I was, it, it, at that start. I was like, God, he's done. He's only up to his shins. <laughs> exactly. I it's like it'd have been quicker for you just to keep running down. Exactly, side. exactly. It just that's why it made me laugh so much because it was like it was like he was going to dive in, but he couldn't because it was too shallow. <laughs> and anyway. and Rogers, yeah, and then and then he baptizes him, doesn't he? Yeah. He suddenly, he suddenly, he suddenly ordains himself a minister and yeah, and I decides mean. to baptize him. So yeah, I, I think that's another thing that we've maybe lost by this season being shortened or something, but. Where does it come from him being a minister? I don't really feel like we get any I know he I know he p- does a funeral in the previous one. And mm. even that I was like, where has this come from? Why is he being Yeah, cuz I know they, they they do talk about him being an educator. I mean, cuz that's what he always yeah, he always yeah. was. And you know, maybe that they could like I know that Jamie does not want the 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 church that Tom Christie's building. Yes. Is to be um a church he wants it to be a place uh uh what does he call it like a, a, a meeting, meeting place a meeting yeah. place for yeah. you know whatever religion you are and if you want to be taught you know a school and all those things that like potentially was roger going to you know be that person that that and then suddenly kind of yeah. you know he, he does mention his uh, the the Reverend uh, oh, Reverend, Reverend Wakefield Reverend, Reverend Wakefield yeah. a bit and yeah like, oh I wonder is he is were they trying to hint at that like, like he keeps going well, back maybe, to Reverend Wakefield but, and that he's taking that on but I do yeah I do I mean you know so it's it, it's almost like it seems like it's taken her by surprise yeah yeah I think she was she definitely wasn't expecting it yeah but for she's, sure yeah you, but you, but at the same time you're almost glad that it's Roger doing this and not Tom Christie well I think that's the thing isn't it it's like um the lesser of two evils sorry yeah. that I'm saying um, apolo- apologies Christian <laughs> listeners I am an atheist so <laughs> but 
Yeah, it is. I mean, that's the whole point of Jamie saying it's a meeting place because he doesn't want Tom Christie to have that kind of power Control, over a community yeah. um, because because of how um, kind of rigid and divisive he is. But yeah, it does. Yeah, it just does seems. Yeah, just seems he does, weird. and I and I think for the for the time, is yeah, you're just like, where is this come from? But it kind of it, it does give him some sort of purpose because otherwise he's just yeah. useless. So I mean, why kinda, not be a proper teacher? Yeah, it would have been good just to like you know empower the community. And, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think you know it gives him something to to kind of get on with. But and he seems to be <laughs> he seems to be a bit more he's easy a bit reasonable with although with the I love the way like when he gets all the kids together he's like whoa and he calls them all back. Yeah, I thought that was fab. I thought I thought. Um, <laughs> I thought Bossy Roger needed to be around more. I really yeah. loved I loved how Rick Rankin did that. I just thought yeah. his intonation, his like his like angry voice. I thought yeah. it was brill. Yeah, I was like that and then he's just like, absolutely no question, you're all to be in Mr. Fraser's house yeah. tonight at yeah. whatever time. And then <laughs> and then Jamie like lording over the lot of them. Yeah, it was great. so and they all walk in and there's this fucking red hot poker on yeah. the table. You'd be like genius shitting your pants yeah. yeah oh it's so cute and he's yeah. just like oh he's just oh he's just such a sweetheart they did there was like a really lovely um the the scene german is standing there like just really innocent yeah. with his floppy hair and the camera's on him and then jamie comes down to his level yeah, yeah. and it's just such a like a just a sweet d- dynamic that he's so protective over yeah, everyone he loves yeah, and constantly yeah. trying to influence yeah. and, then, and then he's like and go get some bread and honey you're just like oh, yeah so cute it's like i want some bread and honey that sounds I, amazing. I liked that they were dipping it in the honey as well i thought oh i've never thought of that before i know oh. i was very i was like mm. <laughs> nice little treat like that <laughs> um, yeah it, yeah, just, it showed us all those different like we kind of saw so many sides to jamie I know we talked about this like a little bit in the last episode about the fact that um, when Bree's asking her, you know, is Dad satisfied with his yeah. place? And we see that so much here, his really strong place with Claire yeah. and how, how much he's needed. And yeah. it's that it, the need for him in all these places, like there's yeah. a need for him in the home, the need for him in the community, yeah. the need for him to liaise with the Native Americans. Yeah. And it's all just... We, we see so much we see him working in all these different ways yeah. um, quickly what what we have a lot and it's this is literally this thought has literally just struck me now is a lot of jamie and this might explain why women really like this program we we very rarely have claire compared to other women like we never have that she is better than other women mm. it's always she is an enabler of other women she is an ally of other women um, she just has more um, knowledge and agency than they do. Mm. What you have with Jamie is an endless comparison with other men mm. and how they do things and how they are lesser because they aren't empathetic, because they aren't reflective, because they aren't compassionate, because they don't respect women. <clears throat> and I think that plays out all the time, all through especially with the white men mm-hmm. that plays out a lot what a, 
a lot of balance most of the rest of them are. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's such a good point. Yeah, that's so true. You really don't see Claire in a in a comparison no, ever. No, it's no. really lovely. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whereas that is much more common, mm-hmm. and and with this, it is you know Jamie as you know kind of how how we should be you know reflective you know still being a strong leader and but you're a strong leader through compassion through empathy with others through respect for other people's skills and knowledge and for that time including if they're women and you know men now take note yeah Um, yes please but yeah I think I think it yeah I think you know like we 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 get it sometimes like quite heavy-handedly with like the other Indian agent and how he behaves Mm -hmm. compared to Jamie and you get it with like the Browns and how they behave but you get it in really subtle ways as well yeah it's just it's just really it's just really strong I think it's just really strong and a really powerful part of the program really yeah agreed like it's never you would never refer to him weirdly as an alpha male. Mm, yeah, that's such a true. That's such Do you know what I mean? Point. You wouldn't ever refer to him as that yeah. because I kind of think that I, I always often think of that as a bit of an insult. But mm. he is, he is a leader. He is mm. the person that people defer to, the people who seek him. But you don't ever call him alpha male. No. And and you see those and you see the kind of like reasons for those that for that more as he gets older and yeah like especially this this dynamic he has with Tom Christie which sometimes is like really entertaining because Jamie's yeah. such a joker yeah exactly it's quite, it's quite funny and he's like taking the piss yes yeah yeah, that, yeah. That, that's I think Sam Hewn enjoys those that kind of lighter, yeah lighter side yeah. of Jamie because he plays with it really well and you but then when he's insulted you just don't see him like exert no like uh, you know uh, is that the right word exert like authority or like you don't don't. see him like getting up on his hind legs being like actually yeah you don't don't, don't want to fight immediately does it no he just kind of goes okay you you be ignorant i'm just gonna yeah exactly he knows himself well enough and is confident enough in himself that he doesn't mm. need to rise he just to those need to things. Rise. Yeah. yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, and, he, and I mean, even with Claire, like you see it, but but I know where, like when when it comes to just constantly telling people, actually, he is, actually, he is a bit even a bit even more of a better person than you than you think. She's just like, yeah. okay, well, if you want to be like, I know who he is, yeah, exactly. and that's all that really matters, and. You know, whether it's like we say, I'd have been burnt at the stake long ago. Cause I'd oh, I mean, for sure, I would have been. <laughs> I mean, to Actually. be honest, to be honest, I'm left-handed. One, I'd have been doomed for that. <laughs> I've got red hair. That would have had me. I mean, if that, we... that was brought up, wasn't it? Someone said about uh, the, was that when when Ian was at the Mohawk and they were talking about the baby having red hair? But there was something about red hair. And I was like, what about Jamie? Someone said something about the baby's hair. Stop making jokes about red hair when the hottest man in the program has got red hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Outrageous. Outrageous. 
Absolutely. And and for anybody who doesn't know what Sharon and I look like, we've both got red hair. <laughs> yeah, and, and we kind of see yeah, we see so we there's I think they're building us up for that last episode. But they do seem to not go very long without Clara Jamie referring to their love for each other. Yeah. Which doesn't, I don't think, happen as much in any other season, but it just seems to happen a lot. Like Jamie, I know he's obviously got this mem- the reminder now of where it's yeah. brought back there a lot. And he's yeah. thinking about like, talks about the cold and the, he really paints just the grimmest picture of it, like trying to sleep and really waiting for sleep to come because it's mm. so cold mm. and horrible and that, you know, he didn't need to turn to anyone because of her and yeah. she was there always with him yeah. and we he constantly <clears throat> goes back to that yeah but I think I thought that was really interesting as well because again that kind of presentation of men needing affection men completely different to how often it's supposed to be like you know you're supposed to men are stoic they don't need somebody to, to hold their hand or you know all that sort of and he dispels that myth and I think that is mm-hmm. um I think that's really important I think that's really yeah. important um yeah. but yeah the, but that he he was the leader so he couldn't have that but he had he had her like you know as a, a like a, a vision um yeah. so that that kept him going yeah yeah definitely. yeah and then um Ian's Ian's story which took up, I think that took up most of the last episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I quite liked the last episode because I quite liked the fact that, like, we finally get the context of what happened to Ian when yeah. he was with the Mohawk. And then we get context for, you know, I mean, it's a bold move to show that somebody has been traumatised or somebody is, is, is carrying some sadness in a previous season and you don't reveal the reason why until the next season it's a yeah. bold move and I admire the writers for that yeah um so yeah you get that reveal and, and you're just giving the it, breadcrumbs aren't you when he asks about exactly back. you're just yeah. giving the breadcrumbs and it's almost like you you think that that he that somebody has died that's the yeah. that's the hint isn't it or, yeah. or that's the implication. Um, so yeah, I think it's. I just, I just liked it. I just thought not many programs would do that for for a character that isn't the lead. Mm. I also, I also liked that within it, the the Mohawk were never subtitled. Mm-hmm. I think I like, I like that that you know we were very rooted in Ian's experience of a, a culture that was different to ours, and so we didn't know what people were saying, and we had to learn that. Um, and you know, I just liked the, the, the showing of a different culture, not as being weird and alien as often it is. It's like, Ooh, look at that. Is it out there weird doing it? I just liked it. It was like, this is, this is their world and their world is different. Yeah. Um, and I liked that about it. Um, but I liked also that, that we brought that thread from what Claire and Brie especially knew they brought that thread of of tragedy that we know is going to happen to these people. I think the the pulling out of Ian's hair was one of the most 
Oh, I don't like anything like that. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, like oh, 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 every time. I hate that. Yeah, I think I think I might have had to look away at that bit. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like anything to do with like hair being pulled out, and I definitely don't like anything to do with nail. Nail, nails. yeah, can't. Don't like can't. Like that. But can't. yeah, it was just so like whoa, but. Yeah, really nice to see how he came to be accepted into yeah. into their culture. It was really yeah. lovely. Like that whole ritual was was really nice. And the fact that they they literally started the story after he had he had, you know, when we saw him at the end of season five no, four. Yeah. When he was yeah, yeah. season four, when he yeah. was like It's like from that very the, beginning that bit, very, yeah. Yeah. So we, we did go a whole season without yeah. getting any more of that story. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, I think it's really good. And I think, again, it's like that really good, I suppose, in a way, this kind of plays out a bit in in terms of like the neglect of Fergus and Marsley, that you get more of Ian Mm -hmm. um, and you get more of Ian's sort of personality. And I think, you know, that he is this empathetic and respectful person who and and I liked that bit about like at the end of of episode four where he says you know I can be both Scottish and Mohawk Mm -hmm. which if you think is a really progressive position and and one that a lot of people struggle with this Mm -hmm. idea of of existing in two cultures and you know that happens for um a lot of people with mixed heritage, it happens a lot, or it is is used as a weapon against a lot of people who are migrants or refugees or uh, asylum seekers. This idea of you know you can't be both, mm-hmm. and I like the fact that he, it's like I can be both, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm I'm comfortable with that now. But I I just felt like yeah I I, I, I like Ian I like I, and I just think they give him they give him what we needed for Fergus and Marsley. I'm not saying we should take that away from Ian. We should, we should, they should have had that opportunity to have that, like understand their characters a little bit more like you do with Ian. Yeah. So true. Really true. Yeah. Just, just some sort of deeper insight would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I, I thought, you know, I quite liked the fact that they gave that episode four all virtually to, to that and I mean we've we've not really touched on her very much and I think you know we'll probably be able to speak up to her more in the next more in the next of our episode but you know Malva as a character I feel like we need a whole episode to talk about Malva yeah you know, she's so interesting she's so interesting how she you know she she spouts all the misogyny that she's had put on her by her dad. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then we've got this whole, you know, Jamie's trying to, Jamie and Claire are trying to figure out the mystery of like, oh, well, you know, how old is she? He would have been in prison when she was born and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot, you know, there's a lot going on that we don't know. Yeah. But her as a character is so interesting. You know, she wants to learn. She wants to see this different world but then she's also carrying this bigotry from her dad 
yeah. with her. Um, I also like, I mean, I think Jamie and Claire say she's supposed to be about 18. And I like the fact that how her sexuality is presented is exactly as you, you know. Yeah. You know, when you're 18, you kind of know that you've got this power, but you don't really know what to do with it. Yeah. yeah it's all yeah. a bit like, this is weird and confusing and scary. And yeah. and I think they capture that. Well, she does that really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Really, yeah, really well. Yeah, she was just so interesting. And you, and there's this constant kind of like eerie feeling. Around oh, God, yeah. Where even when like Jamie meets her in the woods when she's collecting mushrooms, you're like, oh, God, what's, what's going that on? Is, that is the perfect word for her. Eerie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you always think like, oh my god, something's gonna happen now. And she's got this like long hair, and then she kind of like looks up. Yeah, she's like, the, she's like glances up. The actress <laughs> is phenomenal. She's so good at that. At those like not at those non-verbal. Yeah, um, she's incredible. Yeah, really, really scary. And the, and then you have this whole really dark storyline that's running through with Claire fixing Tom's hand. Yeah. That's just so dark. Like, you know, and, 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 and we see like, there's like a story being told and we see the scenes of him, of him beating her, but Malva, but like, you know, knowing and understanding that if Claire ever knew what, you know, the result of what she'd done, yeah. Uh it's just really dark. Really yeah, dark. it is. It is. And um but they you know it was just a really kind of clever way of yeah entwining the whole yeah, thing. Absolutely. And even though yeah, uh, uh, even though Malva is fascinated by her by him getting his hand fixed. But also I think she wants to see him in deep pain. Oh yeah. Dark, you know, she she wants to see him but also she's like really fascinated by what's going on. Well it's on. that it's that complex that complex thing isn't it of th- that plays out for people who are abused by parents of you love them but you hate them. Yeah. And yeah. and that you know that's kind of what bra- that that's what causes people all the the trauma is these people who are supposed to love you mm. but how they demonstrate that is often very horrible and wrong yeah um and not love at all yeah and and yeah it's yeah it's it's really well done and very messy and and again their family is just riddled with lies and secrets yeah yeah like even the brother with like stealing the yeah gunpowder exactly weird and then yeah and then when Jack, and all the oh. story about the mum and yeah and the mom it's all and... gonna come out and just any listeners who've read the books don't be sending us any stuff about what's going we don't care about no, that no, we're no. gonna wait <laughs> for the big reveal in season seven <laughs> yeah so yeah i did feel really bad i'd forgotten about that scene with the brother and then jamie having to flog him yeah i just thought that was yeah because when i was watching it this time i was like no jamie like has too much trauma around that that he wouldn't really be able to do it and then it's like oh god they've made him done they've made him do it this is horrible i I mean i'm feeling more sorry for jamie in that moment than 
than the yeah, brother of yeah. Like, but it, yeah. what Jamie wants to do. No, no it's not. It's but good. It's 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 good though. There's a lot. There's a lot of threads that are lurking under the ground in this mm. first four episodes that we don't have enough to pull them yeah. together to resolve. Yeah. I think, and I think we've covered we've covered a lot of of um of of feminist themes that run throughout the, these yeah. these four episodes. Just one of the one other one that I wanted to mention was about just that scene with Marsley and Fergus when she finally re when she not finally because she's constantly trying to get through to him, but when she tells him about killing Lionel. Oh, yes, amazing. Oh my god, it was so good. I just love how she's just like, nah. yeah, and then I, oh and then yeah, I, like, oh, I mean, so good. I, yeah, and then I killed him. It's just like, oh my god, you, you absolute babe. She's just like, it's just such like a that like you can feel the electricity in the air. Yeah, um, yeah, you can just see of... him getting angrier and angrier. Yeah. yeah, and and she's just like not even, you know, she. I, I, I mean, I know she loves to. She does love to rise, to rise him, and she does it with. You even see that she loves to rise Jamie. Yeah, she loves to rise Claire. Like she, you know, when they first met, she was always just anything. Like she's like, I'll just dig the knife in a bit deeper just to see what yeah. will happen. You yeah. know, she's just so good at that. But yeah, yeah, in this scene, she can see, and she has, you know, she is a, she's a, 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 a child from a domestic, abuse. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Which is. Yeah. really desperately traumatic and not just once but twice yeah you know two stepfathers or father and stepfather that she had which is really terrifying and then but she is just she's such a brave character like she's yeah, just she so is, yeah. which is like you said earlier like that, that they're in line with jamie and claire so much in that way she's just like yeah i just i just loved her in that scene she was so yeah she, so painful yeah. like so painful her the kids are screaming in the background and it just sounds so incredibly hard just mm-hmm. so hard just to get through a day with everything that she has to do yeah. and now he's back drinking again and she's just you know she and you can just see her she's like what else can I say to yeah to yeah. work. and then when he and she's just like no get out because I don't need you I just need yeah I need you to be here or not here yeah at all um, I think um, that was so good yeah I agree and on that because we've barely mentioned her but Bree's inventions mm. in this and what I'm I'm just going to refer to them as feminist inventions because all of her inventions are designed to make women's lives easier. So the matches, technically, domestically, they're much easier. You know, you would be lighting a fire, you'd be lighting a hob, you know. So yeah. the match, feminist invention for Brie. And then in, and then doing the spinning wheel for um, Marsley for the oh, wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the wall, So, yeah. you know, I like the fact that, you know, although she's kind of, cautioning her mother not to change history by inventing penicillin it's like you've literally created matches in a spinning wheel (laughs) so i think we need to just like back up on that one now don't we and 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 
But I like the fact that her inventions are designed to make women's lives better. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And and I'm the, here for it. She designed the the plunger as well, didn't she, for Claire? Exactly. She designs the the the, the glass piece and the metal piece, and yeah, yeah, she's yeah, it's so good. I I loved I loved um I loved the way Lord John is just like like mentioned casually in the background. Like, yeah, yeah, he's he just sent me. The, this explosive <laughs> chemical like lord john sweeps in again <laughs> just, just like totally indulging and just like i need something that can explode really easily like, yeah, yeah i'll get that like, for you he's like don't I want worry it. love i got it don't worry i'm here i'm here for you he always just like babe here comes lord john he should have a little theme tune every time like lord john comes in to sweep in and save the day <laughs> it should be oh, like man, a little theme tune like... comes on I feel like we should create that. I want I want to create that. I want to create that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like these four episodes are just like bathed in feminism, really. I don't think yeah. we can even call it feminist feminist themes. It's just like bathed in fe- feminism. But um what I what I will touch on before before we finish, because I recognise that we're probably gonna do another long episode. Sorry, listeners, or you're welcome, depending on which side of the fence you sit on that one (laughs) is literally neither of us had any hate stuff about Roger even though we've been about mean about him flapping around in the water Um, and the (laughs) and the only hate that that I wrote down you didn't write any the only hate I wrote down and this is you know I feel like here I'm 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 now providing this is a PSA nobody should feel feed cats milk cats are lactose intolerant Outlander, stop propagating the myth that cats like milk. You are literally giving cats diarrhea. So that 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 was my main one. Stop yeah. feeding cats milk. It's come up more than once in Outlander, and it does my head in every time. Yeah, I loved that hate. That was a great hate. So yeah, really so that's, that's my weird hate for this. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and we only had one one fa- one fashion that uh, you wrote down, and I agreed. A, a desert for fashion this this half a season. A yeah. Desert, yeah. But the mainly, one it, it is good, yeah. And it's mainly Claire is mainly in either an apron covering yeah. whatever she's wearing. I mean, working very hard to make her not look pregnant that way. Yeah, or or she's in her dressing gown and and or she's in her um just her like linen or cotton nighty is mainly what she's in but yeah you you mentioned the the robe which i absolutely agree with in echoes it's it's like a is it like a navy it's really it's a really dark color i can't tell i thought it was black but it could be navy yeah and it's and it's just got lovely detail down the front i just love the way it hangs over her yeah it's really nice shoulders it's really lovely i really i really like it claire bringing yet more robe game yeah, she does, she doesn't miss a beat with those robes. Love it, love it, absolutely love it. Yeah, otherwise it was no, there was too much else going on to be honest. Yeah, there was really. If my <laughs> if my math is right, for those who don't know, we have got a bank holiday in the UK on the first of May, which is Labor Day, which is the workers' national international holiday. And then we have our new monarch's coronation. So we get an extra bank holiday. And do you mm-hmm. call them bank holidays in 
they call them bank holidays in America? I don't know. I don't know what they call them. Uh, national Sorry. holidays. Anyway, so we've got two bank holidays on the 1st of May and the 8th of May. So I am now telling you what you already know, which is that <laughs> this episode is coming out on the 15th of May. Yeah. So and it's now yeah, out. So we've had a break now. And yeah, so we'll be covering in the next in the next episode, we'll be covering Give Me Liberty to I Am Not Alone. Yeah, so the very last part of season six. And then we're mulling over some specials until season seven starts. Yeah, because we'll, yeah, we have another four weeks or something between now and then. So there might be yeah, a couple of specials come up, which will be quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Something different and probably shorter, but shorter and... Just a, just as sweet, I won't say sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, look forward to um, the next one. Really, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening, and please do follow, rate, and subscribe. And Sharon and I will be back to finish season six.